Oh, but bleach smells terrible. But ammonia smells also bad. But if I mix them, maybe it will kind of cancel each other out. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 137. I'm Jason Fitzgerald, and with me tonight is Randy James. We have a midnight episode here. We are late, late, late. But Randy, how are you doing? Are you still awake? Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm doing fine. I have a lot of... No, wait. How did I get this right? I gotta get this right. Oh, my... Uh... My, I have a low amount of blood in my sugar system right now. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost, you almost said it backwards. I did. I almost said it. I almost said it. Yeah. Do you need more blood or more sugar? Crushed it. Crushed it. Kids, I'm real proud of them. They went door to door. Got so much candy. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And are you? who are you donated to? Dogs or veterans or teachers or dentists? My waistline. Yeah. I probably had 20 pieces today. Maybe 20. 20 pieces, that's all? Disappointing. I don't know. Well, I'm not counting the individual peanut M&Ms. Are you? Yeah, I understand. No, of course not. Bags, whole bags, full size. No, full size. Get out of here. <laughs> full size. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little queasy on the uh, run home today. Too much candy. Did you? I, I, there was a day last week. I, I, I jumped into it. Now my tolerance is high. I can have as much. I think I, can, I couldn't feel queasy. But uh, after a little Halloween party at work last week, that night I felt a little... Maybe I had a couple too many that day, that but now bad. I'm back. I'm, I'm ready. I'm. Uh, it's I not can... bad. You start when you make your bowls of ice cream. You, you you bust open some Kit Kats. You sprinkle those around the ice cream. Yeah, it gives it gives it a nice little flavor. Uh, M and M's and ice cream aren't so good. They get cold. Skittles are even worse. Oh, M and M's are fine. I think it's the uh, it's the I don't know what, what do you call them gelatin based candies that are no good like the uh, yeah, gummy bears just, and the, they turn into yeah. rocks. Yeah. yeah. It's not as fun. Teeth smashers. Um, Teeth smashers for sure. Yeah. How was your? So you went in your neighborhood. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. My older two there... took off. We uh, immediately we have a little like get together at the neighbor's house, which we you know do to like four thirty to five thirty kind of snack. Adults catch up a little bit, and we probably left there and take a big picture of like. I don't know. There's probably like there's like a hundred kids. In kids. There. Yeah, there's picture, a lot yeah. of pictures. A lot of kids in that picture, and then um. We're on our way. And then uh, my older two, like, bullet out of a gun. Boom, gone. And they're back and forth huh. down the street. And I look up, and they're, you know, you know, 10 houses away. And my younger two, and I'm looking at my wife, and I'm like, our house isn't ready. Uh, usually my sister-in-law, who we've heard on the show before I mentioned. Yeah, does. you abuse her. It's just, she loves it. She comes. She, ca- she comes to the – she loves it. Sees the kids and all that. So usually she – Kind of leaves the little get together and then we'll go home and light the pumpkins and be ready to give out the candy. Mm-hmm. But she was kind of like, oh, I'm going to hang out with the kids a little bit. So she was with Holly and the younger two and my older two were gone. And I'm looking up. I'm like, uh oh. And I look up even farther down the road and there's another group of, of 10 kids and they're ahead of them. I'm like, oh man, nobody's at our house. Candy's not out. I don't want to be cleaning egg. I got to get home. Oh, you think that's what's going to happen? Yeah, okay. No. no. Uh, you didn't just put know. out a bowl? No, because our expectation was that somebody would be there. And so I kind of hot-footed okay. it back, and I, I got up. I caught up with my kids, and I'm like, ah, those other kids are still going. They're We're not catching them, so I'm going to just take off. And uh, yeah, it's kind of nice but having kids old enough to just do their own thing. take off on their own. Now, did yeah. they – I feel like the tendency is for them to dart back and forth across the street because it feels like when you turn around from the door, you see the house across the street and yeah. it appears to be closer. Right. And that's that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah. Back and forth. That was like a zipper. That was basically why I walked down the center of the line, center line of the road, you know, shining my big bright flashlight into the windshield of any car that dared venture near. Yeah. Honestly, come on. I mean, what what's going on in these neighborhoods? Like, why are you out driving around anyway? You know, all these kids are here. So let's talk about this for a second, because one of the guys, one of the dads I was with, was a proponent of moving. Halloween to be the Saturday night before October thirty first. Uh, I could I could dig that I could buy that yeah I, I'm not I'm not for it I want to keep it on Halloween I I mean every every year on a Saturday man that was a well it was a it's a lot more like we were done at eight o'clock like the neighborhood was shut down at eight o'clock which was nice last year we were going a lot later kids were out a lot later than eight o'clock but. The, the his point was like, but you got people driving home from work, and I'm like, well, you got people driving home from work. There's that. yeah, there is that. that that's gonna happen. 
Uh, I felt bad for them. I still made them slow down to almost a dead crawl. Yeah. Uh, as they should. I mean, there's like 45 people in the street. If, you, if you're not driving in a dead crawl on Halloween, you're a lunatic and you're, you're asking to kill you're, somebody. You're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kids are, because the kids aren't paying any attention. They're all like, Mm-mm. and the parents are all half in the bag. And <laughs> nobody's, pay, I mean, I don't know what, maybe not half in the bag. <laughs> maybe completely. Uh, anywho. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, 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 it's a free for all. And uh, mm-hmm. kids are just bombing down driveways because there's a lot of hills in my neighborhood. So they're just like full tilt sprinting out of this driveway right into the road, right across the street, right to the other house. I tried to get them to stick to one side of the road. Do you? Just, just go up this, this side of the road, and then when we get to the end, turn around and come back the other side. What's the big deal? It's not a bad uh, idea. Then, it's not a again, bad plan. I mean, that might just encourage more careless driving, though, so I'm not sure. Kids darting across the road strategically frightens the drivers, right? Because, whoa, there's kids starting everywhere. Yeah. I should slow down, right? right? Everyone nicely organized on the sidewalk. They're going to feel like they can go through their full speed. Yeah. That's not, uh, that's not, no. Mm-mm. So you're for moving Halloween. I don't want to do it. We move I too think, much well, stuff. We do, it, we do it for the town the Thursday before Halloween every year. Right. Which is similar. It's yeah, predictable. Yeah, but they like shut the roads Thursday. down and. They yeah. do. Sh- what are you doing? What are you doing over there? Yeah. How does that even. Okay. I fidget. I, it was a squeaky pen. It was very loud. Was it? Yes. I, I can't. <laughs> it's a Halloween uh, sound effect. It's a creaky so- door. <laughs> creaky door. Yeah, the Thursday before Halloween. I mean, Saturday might make sense. They shut the roads down so the cars can get there. So that's totally fine. It's predictable. Everyone knows when it's going to be. Of course, you know when the 31st is. But yeah, uh, this is an argument for one of those calendars with the 13 months, 28 days each, one extra day that's New Year's. Have you heard about this? No, that's what they want to do. Well, it's it's a proposal by many calendar-loving folks, right? Because if every month is 28 days. Yeah. Then every numbered day is always, always falls on the same oh, day. Oh, right, right. I've heard this because then you come up with funny names for the uh, 13th month. That's right. And then right. there's one extra day because I think that gets you to 350. How many days are there in a year? <laughs> no, 360. 365 days in a year. Yeah. So 13 times 28, I think it's 360. What are you going to do in the leap year? Just two two extra days? Um. Yes. Two extra holidays. And New Year's Day is just a day off for everyone. It's just a magical day. Like they just you just call it New Year's Day. It's a special day. That's and everybody gets nobody works on that day. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I can I can get behind this. Right. So if you said we're gonna do it birthday's going to move. If you said like we're doing it on the sixth, that's always a Friday. Yeah. I think oh. unless it starts on a Monday, like you right. always I know, know you the day oh, of the yeah, week right, from the number, right, 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 which is pretty cool too. Yeah. yeah. Because that's true mm-hmm. for February and March, right? Except in the leap years, but... Well, it, it's true, but no, because it shifts. I mean... Well, right, not every year, but within... Yeah, okay. Not, and, and not March. I don't know what you're talking about with March, yeah. but... Because March... Mar- well, the first 28 days of March. <laughs> <laughs> what? It works from February and March, because the for the first 28 days of March. Oh, I see. The the numbers in February yeah. match the numbers in March. Yeah. So February February 2nd is a Tuesday, then March 2nd is a March Tuesday. March 2nd is also a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But it's a big if. It doesn't, February doesn't always start the first on the Sunday, so it's... Well, in my house, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've missed some meetings, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, how did uh, your kids make out? How'd the uh, family costumes go? Death? Did death come in and kill a bunch of bees? Oh, oh, excuse me. Pardon me, Big Yance. Um Yeah. So we had, as I said, the the costumes usually cascade. So one of the kids insists on having a particular costume. My daughter found this bee costume. I forget where. I think her grandmother gave it to her like six months ago. And she's been wearing it probably twice a week ever since. Everywhere she goes, like she'll wear it to school all day. Uh Watching her ride her bike around in a bee costume is pretty funny. Uh-huh. That's funny. And yeah. so we were just like, well, she's going she's gonna to be a bee. And we were a little afraid she'd change her mind last minute because that can happen too. So I said, well, that's easy. I know some people who keep bees. I'll just borrow their uh, beekeeping outfit. And this is usually you know, my, my, my lazy dad way. I find the easy costume. I borrow something and my wife stays up all night sewing some really fantastical outfit. So she made herself into a flower. Uh, and my son really wanted to be um, the Grim Reaper, which didn't fit at all until I told everyone that you know he's the reason the bees were dying, right? So, right, boom, right, right. you know, current right. events. You got the yeah, 
I, I, I only regret not having accessories. I wanted a bee smoker so I could just blow smoke in everyone's face. Yeah. All night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have just mixed, you know, taken like a teapot and dumped some, uh, some little bit of ammonia, a little bit of clo- a little bleach in there. You know, just huff that around at everybody. Yeah, that's a night. good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People passing out as you walk by them. <laughs> I, that bleach and ammonia thing, if you got a whiff of it, but it, does it kill you or does it just knock um, you out? I don't know. I mean, we can test it. No, we can't. Maybe on some mice <laughs> well, maybe. or something. Uh, Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Uh, um, not with the kitty. That's that's No, that's not nice. Not my but a cat. rat's fine. You can kill a mouse. They do it in labs all the time. Sure. Unless you have a pet mouse, then don't. It's not nice. I'm not sure how much you really have to mix, like how concentrated it has to be. But that's that sounds pretty common. I mean, you've got ammonia and bleach under the sink a lot of times yeah. together, right, right next to each other. And you right. might be like, "Oh boy, that's a big mess. I got to mop this up. I'm going to take these two powerful cleaners and dump oh, them." Oh, but in the bleach same smells terrible. But ammonia smells also bad. But if I mix them, maybe it will kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> and what do you know? It does. It also cancels you out. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to research this. See how many <laughs> how many people die every year from attempting to overclean. I don't know. I have a feeling it's not as fatal as we think it is, but it probably messes with your brain and then your your. Well, that's what I mean. Is it like a is it like a knocking out knockout gas? But then people use chloroform. You could fill that bee thing out with thing up with chloroform <laughs> and just start gassing kids as you oh, walk by. That would that'd be great. Tumbler, <laughs> hey, what do you got hey, in that bag? Up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, full size Snicker. <laughs> you take oh, a little man. <laughs> um. Oh man, I had a funny thing. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I wanna, do you remember what it was? No. No. I came home tonight. I picked up my son from his after school program thing, and they were playing outside. And I went to pick him up outside, and I'm watching. He wants there, there's a soccer practice going on next to this playground he's playing on, and I'm watching this soccer practice. I I was a a hair's breadth is that an expression hair's yeah breath? i was a hair's Just breath it, away. not a hair's breadth that doesn't make any sense no hair's, it doesn't make, hair's it width doesn't, it doesn't make any sense i'll look it maybe, up go on maybe it wait oh it's breadth breadth oh but that makes more sense it does make more sense hair's breadth if you know That's what i mean a, a terrible word the width of the hair the width of the hair yeah, i'm breadth. thinking of it breadth. flapping around in the breeze yeah not the breathing <laughs> of the hair does say that <laughs> I was a hair's width uh, yeah. away from walking into this coach's practice and disciplining his kids for them. They were the worst kids I've seen. I mean, aside from my own team. <laughs> they were so awful. And I'm not talking about at playing soccer here, right? They were just so horribly misbehaved. And they were not like seven-year-olds. These were like the U14 kids. It looked what? Like, right? They, yeah. Oh my they could goodness. have been U12. They were older. Every were time older. I see those kids, they are like in a line, like ready to go. These kids were not in a line. Wow. They were in a line pushing each other to the ground. One kid was carrying his sweatshirt with them, with, around with him the whole time, whipping all of the other kids with it. One kid, the coach would start a drill. He would run from the back of the line into the middle of the drill and kick all the balls everywhere he could find all over the field. Me. Really? No, I'm not kidding at all. I... I a hair's width. <laughs> oh, I'm like, Max, we got to get out of here or I'm going to go mess with this. And he's just carrying on like it's no big deal. Oh, okay, guys. Yeah, can someone get those? I'm totally out of balls here, guys. Like, I got nothing else oh, left man. to pass. We can't run this drill anymore. Oh, you're so... F- They're all talking over him. They can't hear anything he's saying. And he's just carrying on. Okay, well, that's two points for you. Okay, yeah, you hit the wall once there. Oh, guys, I'm still out of balls. There's like 10 in the woods. Does anyone think they can get them? No, coach. Okay, I'll just go get really? them for you. Like, I, this is, it was amazing. I, I'm about to go look up whose practice it was. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's driving me crazy. Like, partially because like, we just can't even have this in our town. Like, this kind of thing can't represent, these kids can't represent our town in a sporting context. You demand more. Listen to you. This is amazing transformation. 18 months ago, you were so anti-sports ball, anything. And now you're just like, my town has to represent and they have to have proper respect and decorum out there on the ball field and show respect for the game. And I love it. The sporting (laughs) events are good for the kids. In 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 that context, learning how to play with each other, learning how to you, be organized, you are absolutely right. Yes, learning I, how to communicate. I'm talking about you know, the, what I've rallied against is the 
I love my town so much and I will kill the other town given the opportunity. Right? You know. Yeah, especially at the national level. If their really. bus crashes on the way home, I would be psyched. Right? It's that kind of like people cheering this stuff at the game. Like, you know, I hope your bus catches fire, right? Strange. <laughs> strange. Yes. I don't want any. I want to see both teams well organized and happy and disciplined and playing well. I want to see both teams. I sent an email to my team this weekend because Saturday we had a game. It was a tie. Uh huh. I was so happy that it was a tie. <laughs> I was so happy. It's it's no joke because during the game it was very exciting. It was two to two, and it could have we could have very easily won. It was the same deal. Just kids in different positions. If I wanted our team to win, we would have won. Had I just moved some positions around, played some kids in a different spot for a different amount of time. And I'm talking with the other coach on the sideline. We're having a nice conversation. He's talking about how much he likes this game because it's so competitive and the kids are having fun and it's a good match. And, you know, we're chitter-chattering. It was great. You know, there's no like, ah. And, you know, my assistant coach started (laughs) – well, there was one incident where he began to raise his voice at the referee because he thought he saw a handball. Mind you, this referee is possibly 11 years old. I mean (laughs) – he lo- he looked like when I saw met with him before the game. It's almost like he got back from a night out in the town. I mean, the kid was so tired, or that's his personality. I couldn't tell, but he appeared to be ridiculously tired. I'm like offering him food and drinks and stuff, <laughs> and he had a cooler. And, uh, he's dragging himself around the field like he he's standing in the way of all the plays. It was amazing, and one of the kids. Knocked the ball down with his hand by accident. My assistant coach is going crazy over, ah, handball ref. He's like, ref, ref. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Shh, shh, shh. Shushing your assistant coach. Yeah, enough with the yelling at the ref. What's going on? He's like, it was a handball. He's not calling anything out there. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Calling anything. It's an unintentional handball. And then then he went on and gave me the, uh, I probably shouldn't say all this stuff on the air, but I'm going to continue anyway. So, but they called the handball on that other kid who happened to be his kid last week. <laughs> last week, last week they called it because I, I said they don't normally call unintentional handballs on the kids. They just they're been consistent about it. They called a handball on my kid. I'm like, Your kid literally bent over and picked the ball up <laughs> in both hands and said he thought he was the goal. Like, this is happening on your sideline. Yes, you're like having <laughs> this conversation with your assistant coach. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Quiet, quietly, quietly. No, I know, but knowing how you're just coming off this thing, like I want discipline and proper, you know, something mm-hmm. so that the kids can thrive in this environment. Meanwhile, you have a raving lunatic <laughs> chiding you constantly and yelling at the ref and just complete disarray. Yeah. <laughs> oh man I really hope he's not listening if you do I apologize but we already had this discussion so it's, it's okay <laughs> oh no oh man um, you know what else was kind of funny uh, it's easy to it's easy to get carried away I understand we had a you know we don't have refs and we just the coaches just kind of call the game from the sideline and all we do is call like balls out and we don't we haven't gotten into calling physical plays or penalties or anything yet it's just rather goal kick corner kick Ball out, green team, blue team, whatever, right? Well, we got we got one wrong this weekend, obviously, and because all like members four on four, so all eight girls kind of looked over at us like what? And uh, we we stuck to our guns, right? Just out of principle, yeah. Me and this is a coach, yeah. And uh, he and then they play. They they were fine. They didn't argue with us or anything. They just like looked at us like, wait, what? Are you serious? And then yeah, and then okay, they went back and they did the thing. But he said to me then after he's like. Um, cause he, he actually made the call and, and he stuck to it. And I just was like quiet there as he made it. Um, and he said to me, you know what? I took a coaching clinic and they said in practice, you should blow calls, like intentionally blow calls and scrimmages in practice. <laughs> a, a, a refing clinic. You mean? No, no, he took a coaching clinic and he says, okay. when you're in practice, when your kids are scrimmaging each other, blow calls on purpose so that they will be able to, cause some kids, they blow a call. The kid will melt down. They totally like off the game, just completely right, right, unhinged. Right. right. So he said, do you, so he's like, am I, <laughs> do did you just purpose. do that on purpose? He said, no, but uh, this was a thing. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to backtrack on <laughs> yeah. it. I actually, I think I told you this. I didn't overturn. I encouraged the ref to reverse a call against us or for us. 
Yeah. Because he, he was behind. I'm standing on the sideline, and one of our kids was chasing the ball down and kicked it straight out of bounds. But he kicked it in such a ridiculous way that it looked weird. And he called it as our throne. And I'm like, no, no ref. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's it's their throne. Because the other kid's looking at him like, what? Yeah. I guess it was no, it was clear as day. Like, it just, he's just weird. He just mm. kicked it like flying kick out of bounds. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Red throw. I'm like, well, it's, it's only fair. Right? Whatever. And it's no big deal. Uh, yeah. So enough about the soccer, but. Well, one other thing game, happened, though. which you've mentioned about the uh, the girls and um, being worse than the boys. And whoa, whoa, let's clarify. Well, no, no, I'm going to. I'm about to clarify with my, the rest <laughs> of my story, which I'm debating on how many specifics I should give. But, anyways, my one of the teach one of the one of the parents from this is not the game I was in, but one of the parents from another team sent an email. To the registrar for Acton, uh, for my my hey, who might yeah, who who I know, and uh, but but it really was completely not within the capacity of the registrars. But she was complaining about a player on the other kid's team and how mm. physical she was, and that the coach on the other team didn't really do anything about it. And then I was like, well, just send it to the division director, right? Like, why would that right. not go to the division? Oh, well, the division director was the other coach, so I was like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, that does get complicated at that yeah, point. Yeah, when do you? Who's watching yeah. the Watchmen? Right, yeah. right mm-hmm. but uh, you know, and I, and it does happen. We haven't had any. When usually the girls like will bang into each other, or they'll push each other, and it's kind of tit for tat, and they don't like get. You know, it's it's okay. Nobody has been on the receiving end and not been you know or has been upset by it in our games yet. But there was, and I remember that one team that we played. She came right right behind her and two hand pushed one girl down. She she got up and yeah. didn't flinch but yeah we're to the point now where i think i would like to have refs on the field and just so that it doesn't become mm-hmm. a coach issue right so somebody else you is should, well you just get yourself a yellow card and a red card throw that throw those things around but then i got, like I got a coach i gotta coach my team of experts i gotta i gotta chase <laughs> one four kid. girls yeah. not that big of a deal <laughs> no five six we're supposed to have six one one girl hasn't shown up for the last two practices and two okay. games i gotta email family totally. and be like what's up right. They probably don't know. We didn't receive any of your emails, so we didn't think there were games. Yeah. Well, I haven't. But everybody else, uh, whatever. I hope not. But I want to reach out to you, Angela, if you're listening. See if you're out there. If you're listening, you're probably the only six-year-old girl listening to this show. But, uh, yeah. So I was happy it was a tie. That was the moral of my story because it was just so delightful to have the kids. This is this is the way I summarized it for the team when I emailed them later because I always recap the games in an email. I think, especially at this age, the the burden of losing emotionally, of being told that you lost or feeling like you lost based on how many goals your team scored, far outweighs the joy they get from winning by, again, arbitrarily scoring more points. Right? It's not arbitrary. It, it's... It, it- it's, it can be very arbitrary at this age <laughs> okay, in the way right, they play. Yeah. Sure. And this falls oh, okay. back to, I'll this is why that. I think, this is why I think sports are important to be played, but the sports scores are not important. And it, there's no way to get rid of them. Mm, I'm not going to agree with that. It's, I totally agree. Well, you just said it. I'm 100%. just agreeing with you. <laughs> the How sports can- scores have no bearing whatsoever on the lives of these children. At what age does it matter? I don't know. As you get closer to, well, as they get older and they have a more of a capacity to um, kind of relate to the direct translation of their personal work to their success. Okay. All right. So, yeah. so like, this is U10. A lot of the kids haven't played that much before. A lot of the kids are not going to continue playing soccer into high school. When they get into the older I mean, the, the the leagues are good at handling this. When they get older and they have to start trying out for teams to basically say, "Hey, show me that you are good enough to, and that you're you're going to put enough work into this." Right? That's that's where it's sort of that's the difference. It's not like we're measuring your worth and gonna we're gonna tell you you're awful. It's more like show us that you are working hard for what you want to achieve. Okay, and. That's just not what this rec league is about, 
at this age. No, that it's, I'll agree with. I'll, I'll agree with. I'll, I'll agree with you. At an age, uh, there's. An, I think there's a limit to it. There's an age limit to it. I don't know what yes. that age limit it, is, it, but it yeah. gradually changes. And yeah. if you're not, you know, if you're not a parent dealing with the different age ranges, it's very hard to understand. Uh, and it's very easy to jump the gun. Hence, watching, you know, pee wee football and listening to parents talk about setting the other team's bus on fire. Like, oh. <laughs> you, you, you want to see them play well. You want to see them work hard. It does not have to be at the demise of another child who is identical to yours, only from another town. It, and then, what, a year from now, two years from now, it's more like, well, if you want to be a success at this particular sport, you need to work hard. You need to practice deliberately, improve your skills. And yes, you got to be better than other kids in order to earn a spot where there is a limited supply of spots. Yeah. Right? You want to represent your town at a high school game. You've got to earn it. So I was at a Halloween party this weekend and I've got two, two comments about this, but it was an adult party and, um, it came, sports came up and specifically there, there are a couple of kids that were talking about their nine year old boys. Now that's my son's age, but he doesn't, my son doesn't do sports, but I always like listening to it because, uh, my daughter is getting into sports and she's always a couple years behind. So I'm like, Oh, you people make the mistakes or you people can give me the, you know, what you found works and it doesn't work. And I asked when are your kids starting to do like extra stuff outside of practice for the sport? Cause they kind of brought right. it up and I was like, yeah, so what age question. did that start? And, and they said, it's just starting to do it now. And this is the first year that, so, uh, I don't know what age, again, the kids are nine, they're in fourth grade. I don't know what age the sports are, but like the hockey it's bantam midgets. They have all these weird designations. They don't just call them, you know, under age, <laughs> under, midgets. Um, they prefer to be called little people. No, mosquitoes, midgets, or mites. It's, it's I thought it was mid. Anyways, they have just have different designations. They use these other words. But he said this is the first year they're doing dry land practice. So they have practice, hockey practice, but it's not in the rink. It's on, and they're doing like calisthenics and yeah. other stuff. So it's like, yeah, already nine is kind of young still. But again, these kids, some of the kids are, because they said, the one kid was like, yeah, this kid, he every day after school, he comes home and he's using the pitch back and he, they're talking about lacrosse and he's like throwing yeah. the ball against the pitch back and every day he does it. And that kid is really good. And you can see it, it's showing up already, but it's yeah. like, ooh, stressful. Uh, and and I'm, not, I'm not saying hold them back, right? I'm not saying prevent them from doing the extra work if they're motivated to no, do yeah, it. No, absolutely, yeah. I'm just saying... In these games, in this league, at this age, and probably to come for the a little ways in the future, the scores do not have any bearing on their life. And to burden them with the emotion of losing, it's something they need to learn how to do, of course. And they will learn how to do because they're not going to lose all the games. I'm right. just saying you. For, I'm just saying that I was happy it worked out to be a tie. They were psyched that they scored some goals. They were happy they had a fun competitive game. Uh, they were slightly disappointed that they didn't win. <laughs> Yeah, but they weren't right. they weren't crushed, but they lost. And the other coaches were really happy, right? I don't like seeing the coaches walk away unhappy. They were happy because it was a competitive game, and it was great to see them. Uh, you know, they're gonna think highly of our town, of our teams, because they had a good visit, right? The team before our team, I could hear the coach screaming at the kids on the field <laughs> from the minute I turned into the field complex. And he had the loudest voice pretty much I'd ever heard. Just it sounds like he's talking normal, but you can hear it echoing off the trees. And it's it's every single person in the surrounding four fields could hear every word he was saying. And it was driving everyone nuts, like to the point where the parents on the other side started making snarky comments about they were all passive aggressive. Of course, no yeah, one right. came over and talked to him. And I I was on my way to go over and talk to him when the final whistle blew for the game. <laughs> Because uh, I'm just going to be like, look, pal, I mean, literally, I get you're trying to coach your girls, but you haven't stopped saying words for three <laughs> seconds since I've been here. They cannot possibly play <laughs> and listen to you at the same time. And everyone for like three miles around here can also hear you. Yeah. It's driving them nuts. Like, it was just bonkers. So oh, I, he, I don't think he was very aware of it. I was but. a little guilty of that this weekend myself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was. Just the endless stream of... Well, it's just like, I, yeah, I'm just trying to give him so much... I, I mean, I, I'm 
somewhat aware I was doing it. Like, I'm like, I'm just, they can't hear me. Cause like we were both trying to talk to different kids, like trying to get one kid over to tie her shoe. <laughs> and, uh, like, can you not hear me out there? Or are you just ignoring me or like, what's happening? Like he, he was asking his daughter and he, I think it was just a too much noise. It was just constant noise. So they, um, much, yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I've been trying really, really hard not to talk to the kids on the field at all. I usually I'll go and say something to the, the kids after a play just to tell them they they did well or to, to keep doing the thing they're doing, try to do the positive reinforcement thing. Most of the time, I sit with the kids on the sideline and talk to them about what they should be thinking about when they're on the field. Right. And that's it. I'm trying. It's hard to resist, but that's what I try to do. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But you don't have that many kids on the side. You can still try with the one kid, the two kids. You can watch the game with those kids and just say everything to them. Like, yeah. See how see how she's over there doing that that's stuff. That's a good idea. I might try. Like that. that's like uh, my kids were getting stuck in the corner, and then they would clear it in front of the goal. I'm like, oh oh okay. yeah, you we see, had that problem you, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. You see how they're stuck in the corner there, and it feels yeah. like you got to panic and you got to do something. Just stay there. Like you can be stuck in the corner the whole game. I don't care because eventually the other team's going to poke the ball out of bounds. Right, just keep shielding it, keep shielding it. Never, yeah. ever, ever, ever turn and kick the ball in front of your own goal just right. to get it away right, from right, there. Right, right? you're right. fine. You're fine over there. It's you're fine. Just stay. Let them kick it out of bounds. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I was using the the use the field as examples for the kids on the sideline, and you can they can pay attention to you while the other kids are playing. It's hard because you want to fix them and treat them like little foosball players, right? But it doesn't work. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so there was a big story I wanted to tell you about. Oh yeah? Yeah. Big, big story. Uh, so how should I, how should I lead into this? Okay. So I'm downstairs in my house and the kids, kids are getting ready for bed. We usually send them upstairs. They take forever in the bathroom and they kind of like, they're really annoying in the bathroom. So I don't like to go in there with them uh-huh. anymore. Just to go in, do your thing, brush your teeth. Uh, I'll meet you in your bedroom because they'll drive me nuts. Get toothpaste all over the walls. So I hear, I'm listening, and I hear my daughter say, uh-oh, I clogged the toilet. Because she just... Okay. <laughs> she's, she's got some powerful dukes. Dukes, yeah. And, and then two seconds later, I hear my son say, no, Molly, don't flush it again. And I was... Up off the couch, throwing whatever I had in my hands, like, to the ceiling, and sprinting around the corner, our bathroom's upstairs, and up the stairs, and I get about halfway up the stairs, and I hear the crying starting. Oh, and I'm like, no. I'm, like, diving into the bathroom and sliding through a pool of poop water oh. to shut off the valve under the toilet. That happened to you? That happened. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say maybe, I don't know how many gallons went over the side. Oh, maybe a gallon, maybe one gallon. But that's a lot. We that's have, a, a, and we <laughs> have a, we have a wood floor in our bathroom, right? Yeah, and we never actually sealed. Uh, we never siliconed around the toilet base. Oh no! So the liquid just goes right, mm, right under the toilet and then into the subfloor, right. So, if you've ever had water damage or leaks in your house, you think like, oh, no big deal. It'll just go into the kitchen ceiling down below and we'll... uh..." No, that's not what happens. No. (laughs) It goes through the floor, it hits the ceiling, and then it runs in all kinds of directions. (laughs) (laughs) It just flows whichever way the slope of the house goes and then down. So, it didn't leak through the ceiling because our kitchen ceiling's like got 10 layers on it right now. But couple days later we're like okay we think we mopped it all up we got the shop vac in there i was sucking all the water out of the cracks and everything like i think we're good and i think it was maybe it was the next night we came home and opened the front door to the house and it's just smelled like a garbage dump oh no really the whole house just reeked like garbage because there's <laughs> clearly toilet water in the ceiling that's now drying out Ugh. and stench is leaking out of whatever crack it can find it was awful it was awful and the worst part was somehow i kind of figured out how somehow the way there's this chase where all the pipes are and holes and whatnot 
most of the stench came up to the third floor into our bedroom. So our bedroom smells like the bottom of your diaper pail. Mm. <laughs> it's very hard to sleep in an environment that smells like you know the inside of an outhouse. It's it's awful. It's really awful. I kept waking up going, ah, it's just terrible. And so, yeah, we opened windows, aired things out. I got this whole airflow going from we opened a basement window, opened a bedroom window, put the fan in the bedroom window, opened up all the the chase and everything, and I emptied like a whole can of Lysol into the chase in the basement. It's mostly better now. I can barely smell it if I try to go into, if I go to the places where it was. But boy, it is super easy to overflow a toilet. Well, if you're doing it wrong. But they don't know. They don't know what to do. I mean, I, know, I tried. I, know, to, kids, I taught my yeah. son this. That's why he knew. Yeah, I tried to teach my daughter this. If it gets clogged, do not just do not touch the lever again. Yeah, <laughs> do not do not flush it twice because that's what happens. So that was a nightmare that we're. Yeah, I haven't just had that problem. Over. I haven't had my kids have always been good about it. Really? Yeah. Maybe just uh, maybe they just they, they don't clog the toilet that often. Oh no, it's once a week at least. We've talked about that on the show too. <laughs> it's it's some frequency that I'm in there with the plunger. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's good. They're getting a lot of fiber in their diet. Yeah. yeah, but I thought you were going this story. I thought you were going somewhere else with, and um, we uh we had a little incident in this house this weekend uh, same same uh so friends of ours had a holiday had a halloween party their son slept over is same age as my son slept over the house here and uh this was saturday night so sunday morning i get up with them and we're playing some nintendo and uh, they start telling me about their crushes Aww. oh yeah your son too uh, well then I talked to him about it later, and I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, and he's like, I was just making it up. I don't really have a crush on her. <laughs> I just wanted to have something to say because, you know, you know, Twilliger was making me say something, and he wasn't going to tell me what he – I guess there was some conversation the night before about it, and he said uh, there was, he wasn't going to tell me what about, you know, about him kissing that other girl, kissing that other girl, and, unless I told him who my crush was. So I had to make something up. I'm like, uh, well – you know, you don't have to make anything up ever. And, you know, you got, you know, I had a little conversation. I'm like, you don't have to feel like you have to have a crush on somebody now. You're young. And this yeah. other kid's like 10 months older than him. So just like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Kissing already? Kissing already. Hey, Supposedly. You better start having the talk. Get yourself warmed up. On the nature walk at school. I was like, what? How do you? <laughs> the nature walk at school. I'm like, what are you on the nature walk, Holly? She's like, well, I was one of the chaperones. I'm like, well. Are you doing your job? <laughs> Was he kissing you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a little young, huh? It's awkward, but yeah, it was. I'm like, oh my goodness, this stuff's happening already. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I think you're. Um, this is your. Um, this is your signal. You really need to do that. I do really need it. to. Yeah, no, I really do. No, you're right. You start this, right, yeah. You got to start this now, or you're going to be in trouble. Is somebody knocking? No, just the wind, just rattling wind. Okay. Start it now. If you want, I can come over and do it for you. Nah, I'll probably figure it out from there. Figure it out. You, you can figure it out or they'll figure it out? Uh, no, I'll figure it out. Talk. Okay. I'll figure out how to talk. Yeah. 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 I mean, this could be one of those cross-pollinating <laughs> things, you know, so to speak. Alien. Switch places, teach the other kids a little less uh, Yeah. uncomfortable, right? Yeah. I'll do all your kids, same time. Yeah, bring them bring them all, all over one, one t- at once, at once. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, it it's, should be every six months, I think. Um, I'm going to change subjects, I think, on this. Where are we at? The, oh, we got plenty of time still. So, <laughs> I was watching a spacewalk the other day, last mm-hmm. week. They were doing something on the space station. I don't really know because I couldn't watch it for long enough. Have you ever had this problem? Have you ever watched these people doing spacewalks or... It was one of these live feeds on Facebook. So I was like, oh, cool. Let me check this out. Run it was around fake, on the- right? It was fake? No, it was real. I believe it was real. But I- how they're live streaming to Facebook from the space station, it's, a- it's amazing. We're living in the future. But there was no audio. But I get stressed out with them out in space and walking around on the uh, space station. And it's all like awkward. And I know they're in big suits. And it's like... They're, 
they're kind of like their motions are herky jerky, you know, just kind of like not fluid. And then the camera's all over the place. I get like, this is troubling to me. I can't watch them. Well, it doesn't feel, I think it's mostly because of the camera. It doesn't feel um, uh, like, mm, what am I I thinking of? Not quality. It doesn't feel robust. Produced? No, like finished. It's, the, it's like watching a black and white movie. It just seems like the past is terrible, right? Yeah, I don't know. Because you're like, seeing it. Yeah, any second, this whole thing is gonna the space. The kid, the guy's gonna get detached and flew away into space, yeah, well, or that's from the movie's gonna blow I mean, up. Yeah, no. You should probably think about it like it's not really live. They're buffering it somewhere, right? It's probably like 10 minutes behind or something, plus Maybe. the relay from space. Yeah. So if something exploded, they would just cut the feed before you saw it. Like if a big little little tiny meteor rock came in and went right through the guy's neck <laughs> and his head just attached. Oh, jeez. slowly <laughs> floated away. And his body continued doing the repair work. Well, see, that's the kind of, that's the kind of like thing that my brain starts thinking of. Or like a big spaceship's gonna come out, a big monolith is gonna come up from out, you know, in the background is just gonna appear and mm-hmm. absorb the people, and the aliens are just gonna come out and say you're next and point at the camera or something. I, I, I don't know. This isn't something. This isn't the, something the that quality. happens to you. No, I think it's it's the quality of the footage where you're, you're trying to you're trying to detect the differences between a shaky camera and some tragedy that's happening in slow motion. Like, uh, I, I mean, uh, the footage is weird and it looks like they're doing well, but I, right now, like, his cable could be detached and he's slowly floating away and I can't tell the difference. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly okay. what you're saying. <laughs> so you're trying to scrutinize this poor quality video for small discrepancies that could indicate danger. And that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, taking notes. I was typing yeah, in no, on a talk. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I so, all right. That. So, you agree with me then? Space video stress out. I don't have to feel like. Uh, well, it's also boring. Weirdo. Yeah, I have not watched them. Plus, the perspective is really weird. So, the we perspective rode, is weird. Yes, because <clears throat> everything's far away. We rode. Um, I don't know we were riding bikes around the other day, and my we were waiting for people. So, my daughter's been enjoying riding on the tag along the bike that had the one wheel bike that attaches to your bike. So, while we were waiting, we got bored. So, we rode to the top of the parking garage that was nearby. And the perspective was really wonky because I'm I'm right up next to the railing of this thing and I'm looking down on the roof of the building and then down below the roof was a lake that's five stories below the building and it looks really creepy. I'm like, I could easily jump over to that building. But I don't even want to walk around on the top of that because it's you see the edge <laughs> and then you're looking at the edge. For I, it's very strange feeling. I always feel like I'll just go run and jump off the side of the building, yeah, and be like, "Whoops, I, it was a lot higher than I realized." <laughs> oh man, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really tempting to jump off of stuff. Yeah, you, but you see these crazy maniacs in Facebook or I mean uh, the YouTube videos, and they do yeah. this stuff all the time. I don't know why they're doing that. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would you hang from bar? I don't understand either. It's like on with one hand. Yeah. It's like yeah. ninety thousand feet in the air. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't make doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. I've got a little follow up from last week. Two two items of follow up. One I thought that I was, was going to get uh, feedback on, but we must not have a lot of Red Sox fans in the uh, audience because. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like I have to address it now that I brought it up. But Kevin Millar walked. And then was pinch run for Dave Roberts. So not only did, uh, oh, now that guy's Mariano Rivera give up the stolen base, but he gave up a walk beforehand and then a stolen base and then a single, which was so unlike him. But I put the video in the link in the show notes last week. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week's show or read the show notes. But nobody responded. I thought for sure I was going to get a message or two because I know I have someone. They came into the other box. Oh, you have them all? I just, I didn't forward them doing it. Yeah. They used the web page, the website, the web form. Yeah. Hundreds right. and thousands of them. The mm-hmm. other bit of feedback, which remember I said, talked about talking to, uh, Teddy Ruxpin? Yes. Okay. Remember you were explaining the math problem at the beginning. Uh huh. And I oh, said, yeah, oh, guys. Yeah. yeah. There's a term for this called rubber ducking. Mm hmm. 
and you basically explain your problems to a rubber duck instead of a Teddy Ruxpin. But there's a term for this, and there's someone did some uh, analysis on why the thing, why it works, and they wrote an article, which I'll put, I think I put in the show notes last week also. But I found it interesting. Uh, the, the three points are, you have to clarify your thoughts, and you're stating it right. in objective terms. Mm-hmm. You're uncovering hidden assumptions because you're assuming that the person you're explaining to doesn't know anything about the problem, so you have to start over, right? Right. So you're explaining what you know instead of looking on what you don't know, and uh, and and figuring out the solution instead of trying to figure out the solutions as you're explaining it, you're just explaining the problem. And then you're in different. Since as you're talking, you're engaging different parts of the brain to- in your explanation, and because you're talking. So don't get a Teddy Ruxpin dog, get a rubber duck. And then this is the official term. Does it, I don't want to have a rubber duck. What else could we get? Um, um, something enormous. Something, something enormous, enormous to put on your desk at work. Oh, I know what you get. Yeah, what? A, copi- ca- a co- <laughs> capybara. Uh, a real one? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> it just hangs out in the office. Until you want, the yeah, we something. wanted to have an office capybara anyways. Now we have a purpose for one. Now we, we can justify it on the uh, requisition form. Maybe we get a giant stuffed one. It's not as nice. It's not as fun. Bring it. Bring yeah. Just when they see me <laughs> walking alone with the stuffed capybara to a private conference room. Yeah. For a while. <laughs> oh, Randy's rubber ducking again. <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty taken. I, I was. I was pretty impressed that this had a term. Uh huh. For this. I mean, you could also use if you use something larger. You could just pummel the thing for a while too. Yeah. <laughs> Different. Part don't of your let brain. your coworkers see uh, which face you printed out and put on it <laughs> just you could just yeah <laughs> you could just imagine it I, yeah i wouldn't recommend print printing out your boss's face <laughs> sticking it to your to your stuffed capybara and then pummeling it that that wouldn't be good i explain all my problems to peter griffin <laughs> <laughs> who else could we use uh mm. I don't know. Oh, for the for the, for yeah. the rubber ducking. I don't know. Yeah. What else we got? We talked about library books. We talked. We covered soccer already. Oh, I have a good one. Uh, speaking of homework, so my son, my son, the, the most mostly the homework he has to do is this reading log every week. So he, you know he reads and they check the boxes and they say we read. And but then he also once a week he has to kind of write about something he read. It's hard to do. You know, when you're put on the spot, it's like, I don't know. So I'm trying to give him all these ideas. I'm like, you can write about like absolutely anything. And I'm just iterating through these ideas. Like you, it's your thoughts on the book. You don't even have to like remember much about the book. <laughs> you can just write what you, you know, what you think about what the author was thinking, what you think about things that happened in the book. Can you relate to any of them? Or do you think there are things that could happen to you that have happened to you? Blah, 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 blah. And He's just like holding his head and his hands, holding his face in his hands, doing his whole downtrodden attitude like he can't can't figure out what yeah. to do. And he's been reading the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books again because he's already read all of them. Uh, <laughs> and I forget the kid's name. But, uh, you know, the, the kid, the star of the book is, um, what's his name? Do you remember? I, I don't know. I've never read any of them. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Missing out. Um, you know, his life is... Pretty pretty normal, but also pretty miserable in some ways. He's got this older brother that's awful to him all the time. He's the youngest youngest kid, and <laughs> I said something like, uh, "How would um, let's just call him Twilliger? How would Twilliger feel about writing reading logs? Like, do you think he can relate to anything you're doing?" <laughs> so he, so he wrote in his reading log about how much he thought. The guy in the book would hate writing and reading logs. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. That's like, funny. Uh, all right. Well, you kind of took that one and ran with it, and he, he wrote like these six sentences on. Well, they only, you, a lot of times I've noticed the writing stuff, especially the kids need just a starter, and then once they, they get start, started, yeah. then they get going. Mm-hmm. They need an idea to, to to spark, and you just run. You chain off of it. Yeah. Like let's let's start thinking about I don't know we we'll just look around the room let's talk about tree houses it's not in the room it's outside but what can you tell me about a tree house mm, it's up high it's yeah a tree 
has a slide. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's go from there. The book what color is it? Yeah. The book is about a boy named Greg Hefley. Greg, yeah, all right. There you go. Yeah. And it's written by a guy named Jeff Kinney. That's right. Yeah. And he owns a bookstore in Massachusetts now that he built. Yep. It has his office in the upstairs. We went to visit. It was a pretty nice little bookstore. Yeah, you talked about it. Yeah. It's pretty much the only thing in that town, as far as I could tell. Okay. Yeah. It's good, I guess. Sorry to anyone who lives there that's listening to this. I think the town is actually called Plainville. Yeah, we talked about this pretty much at length, like a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, this was when you were talking about the... uh your son being scared of the image or whatever. Boring town, USA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So that- I thought that was funny. Hmm, what else we got? Toilet overflowed. Library books overdue. Hmm, that stink is awful. We're still getting rid of it. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's that sounds terrible. Reading logs are not so good. I'm, yeah. I don't know if the, the stinky toilet water caused most of the smell or if just any water would have caused that smell. I'm going to go with any water. I'm going to have to go with that, in, too, just to make yeah. myself feel better. Yeah. It activated something. Luckily, as, none, it acted as a catalyst. Yeah, possibly. I mean, none of the actual turds spilled over the side of the boat. Oh, that's good. Which that's real nice. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, they, they wouldn't have fit through the cracks and into the ceiling anyway, but that's why that was clogged. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know what else to talk about here. Um, Yeah, you got nothing? You want to tell me about the PTO? Uh, How'd that go? No, well, Minecraft's back in the house. Did I tell you that? Well, that's not the PTO? No, no, but Minecraft came. I actually put Minecraft. I don't really know what's going to come of it, but he, my son comes home from school on Friday. Hey, uh, you you need to set up a Minecraft server. I told, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy and Johnny that we were going to play Minecraft together and uh, we we would host a server. So I want to host it. I'm going to set it up. I said, no, no, I'll set it up on so, the computer. whoa, where's the computer. all the pleases and thank yous in there? Man. Well, he was just excited. So so I did. I followed up, and I got it going for him, and no one's logged into it yet. <laughs> send him all the info? I Well, he's like, uh, I'm like, do you have their user IDs? Because then I can just whitelist them. And I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'll just move the port around. So, um, so, yeah, it's on a special port. It's on a different port, so nobody can find it and... I have one of those like uh, no IP sites, you know, those yeah. like dynamic DNS things. So uh, that's set up. So, yep, yeah, I can connect to it remotely. The kids can connect to it. He gets on. He's like, he emails one of his friends. I just emailed Johnny. I got, I got his user IDs coming. And I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I just, but I'm like, you know their email addresses and stuff? I was like, huh. Moving pretty quick. Yeah. I'm telling you, we're living in the future. I know. We're living in the future. My son does not. He has an email, but he does not use it. He, oh, geez. Yeah, he's he's falling behind. Well, I don't know. Your son does sports. My son does not do sports. This is his <laughs> thing. Right, does not do sports. <laughs> Basketball starts this weekend. We have our last soccer game Saturday morning. We go straight from the soccer game to the basketball evaluations. Oh, really? Wait, you have the last soccer games this week? Yeah. I think I have two more. Oh, I only have two more. Oh, yeah, yeah two more. Yeah, yeah. My daughter has a couple more, so I get to go see hers. Yeah. Um, wow, it's only two more. That's fast. came up fast. Yeah. Yeah. Not fast enough for a lot of the parents. I feel like they're, yeah. I don't know. I asked a couple of them. I'm like, I, I'm getting this feeling that you guys are put out by the whole just kids being at soccer and like me keeping them. They're like, no, no, not at all. I'm like, yeah, but the speed at which you go through like, and you don't even stop to let them out the car door most times. I mean, I don't actually see your face. Like, no, it's fine. We love soccer. Like, no, you don't. I don't <laughs> Doesn't make sense, but yeah. all right. I mean, did you really plan something to do for the hour they were going to be at practice? Or yeah. like, what are you doing? Hitting the bar? <laughs> really, Listen. where do they go? I mean, I, so personally for me, right? I'm the parent that stays at every birthday party, stays at every soccer practice, stays at everything. I mean, are you going to the grocery store for an hour maybe? Trying to fit that in? I'm trying to think when I've been in this situation, what I've done. I, I'm always there with the sports because I always end up coaching. Um, you can call me the helicopter parent if you want, but I'm always like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, I, I brought my kid here. Uh, I yeah. Want, I don't know. I don't want to watch him. If, yeah. Or a help. If I can help, if I'll I can help. help, right. 
yeah, I don't have anything here. My, my son does an art class. I don't hang around there. So No, no, I do not hang in art class. Okay, that's a good point. Art class is um, maybe a bit more structured. Yeah. They won't actually let you in. <laughs> right, right. They actually have the door closed. <laughs> it's just, okay, parents, you can come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah, I that. I couldn't coach <laughs> That'd him on be funny. There. Draw the line straighter. Draw the line straighter. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you? What do you need me to do? Teach? Get some more markers and stuff? You think that's three fifths? That's not three fifths. <laughs> that's awesome. The golden rule is three fifths. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. Uh, what like gymnastics class and something? Would you sit and watch? And you know you can you can sit and watch. No, so sure gymnastics. There ha- I have taken my kids to gymnastics. I did sit there. I brought a book. Yeah. And I goofed around on my phone watching, like, you know, goofing around on my phone. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for soccer, I, I, and I've never been in a big, like, in a, you know, a, a sport, outdoor sport like that. I've always been participating. But, you know, yeah. I could yeah. see parents as they get older, they run errands, you know, they go to the grocery store and pick up, you know, loaf of bread, a stick of butter. That's what it has milk to be. And, yeah. Six yeah. Pack beer. Yeah. That's what yeah, it has I, to be. But that's, that's some really strategic planning to say, like, I'm going to go to the grocery store for that, you know, 40 minutes I have maybe, yeah. half hour, between drop-off and yeah. pick-up at soccer. It's well, like, the birthday really- parties, I know that the birthday parties, you stagger the, like, all right, I'll pick your kid up and drop your, I'll do drop-off, you do pick-up. So it's only like one trip, right? Uh-huh. That happens frequently in the neighborhood here. Okay, sure. So, uh, you know. Uh, so. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Yeah, it's, maybe it's more common than uh, I'm imagining here. I think it's it's going to be more and more common as the kids get older, right? Because I don't, and especially you're running like long practices. You say you run two hour practice. That's a an hour and a half. That's, an that's half. so you're talking about an hour fifteen. You got to get from the field over there. You, you got in a solid hour. You could do decent grocery shopping with that. I guess, yeah. I, and on occasion, I've taken some of the kids to and from practice for the parents as well. So. Oh, see, so yeah, spoiled. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to ride their bike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not physically picking them up in a motor vehicle. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's that'd, true. Be, that'd be insane. Their legs aren't broken. I don't understand. Yeah. Right. Right. It's insane. You don't want them to get tired, though. <laughs> it's, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, if anything, I mean, we we do talk about calisthenics earlier. If anything, I mean, we're definitely. I I'm starting to get the feeling that this is the age. My son is eight, moving into nine. This is definitely the age where I'm introducing the idea of. Uh, not that I haven't introduced it earlier. I mean, I tell him all the time about biking and running. Keeps him healthy. Keeps him strong. She should keep doing it. Good for his body. Blah blah blah. But specifically for the benefit of his sporting skills and abilities and furthering that whole thing, doing sports-specific, um, you know, cardiovascular training kind of stuff. Just okay. I'm being roundabout. Like just running. Like he needs to. If you want to be good at soccer, you want to be good at basketball, you got to practice running. Right. Se- separate from the sports. Right. You got to get out there and do some wind sprints, you know, like line to line to line to line to line. And everyone's, oh, that's just punishment for the kids. And no, 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 no. I mean, they, I'm, I'm watching the game Saturday, looking at, just looking at these kids out there, and I'm going, my God, like they are slow. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> parents that are listening to me. And there's two factors. Like they're not fast – runners like they don't have good speed but they're also not quick like when they want to get started oh right it is like molasses watching them like you know yeah. i'm gonna start and, and i'm trying to demonstrate to this in practice be like no no i want you to we were doing some defensive demonstration i want you to be like lightning go from zero to 100 get to the Get to about an arm's length from the guy with the ball and then come to a full stop and just shadow him, right? So, I mean, it's kind of what you do on defense. You you don't just run straight at the kid and barrel through them. It's not football. You run, you get to them as quick as you can. So, you, you close the distance, right? You collapse that space they have to move. But you don't get caught off guard and let them just go right around you. You come to a complete halt. So, it's really a fast start, fast run, and a fast stop. And then, you know, and then a shadow. And they had a lot of trouble with it. I'm like, they had a lot of trouble with it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough thing. Part of the start thing is because you always got to be ready to go. You got to be ready to go. And they're usually standing there with their hands in their pockets. Like, yeah. well, I don't have the ball, so nothing's happening. Right, right. (laughs) Teaching them that there's action off the ball is tricky. That's tricky. And I think, you know, it comes with experience. Yeah. 
<sighs> so yeah, run them yeah. into the ground. Yeah, yeah. PTO meeting was pretty standard. It was, it's 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 not standard at all actually, but it's kind of tiring to talk about. The building that my kids are in, there's three schools in the district, and they need to be replaced. So they're that's the process. They're starting this process. So it was about getting what they did. They got the they got they got the state involved. They came and got checked out the sites because they're going to try and apply for the grant and blah 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 all this stuff. Not blah blah in a bad way, but <laughs> blah blah. Is it going to turn out like the car Homer designed? <laughs> no, I don't. When not. when everyone uh, everyone chimes right, in with yeah, their all two cents yeah. and accept all the ideas, and all of a sudden the cool the school has like weird little no but i mean people get in these meetings and then they just have to hear themselves talk about stuff yeah they do. and it drives me crazy the woman one woman is like yeah my kid got off the bus you know she had uh we had only uh you know there's only like five kids on the bus so have we thought about maybe instead of using full-size school buses like you know using smaller ones and you're like <laughs> come on you know that bus was full when it left the school right like <laughs> <laughs> this, this, I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, this is not, this is a level different yeah. than what this meeting is for, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and when do you get to make that, when and who gets to make the, or who and when, gets to make the executive decision that that person is no longer allowed to attend the meeting? Because yeah. if you can't put a base level of thought into your questions and analysis, uh, yeah. you're going to detract from the progress of the whole goal of you know what's the point of yeah. us being here we're trying it's like i mean you could carry it over to they're going to start designing the school and oh okay we have a room full of architects let's have you know whoever yeah, yeah right <laughs> let's have a pto member go in there and throw their two cents in and they're just going to sit there going is that line really necessary i don't understand these numbers who's going to explain it to me like um can we just kick them out because they don't need to be here this is not that's what it comes down to for me. I mean, they start talking about bus yeah. schedules. You're like, this guy has eight schools in the district that he's planning bus routes for. And you're thinking, you're worried about the size of the small bus yeah. or the big and bus. You, you, you know? think that there's something he missed. Yeah. Right. right. It, it, this is where you had, at some point, you got to trust the people you, you hire. Yeah. yeah. Right? You right. hire someone to do a job. Uh, you got to kind of look at the big picture. Like, are they getting it done? Do you have someone who can sort of help you analyze whether or not they're getting it done? Like, what are the goal? What are their goals, and are they achieving them? <laughs> and your idea about a tiny bus—is it? <laughs> you really? <laughs> I mean, come on! Like, yeah. they haven't thought about that. Yeah, you're lost in the weeds here. You know, it was funny. The guy, the transportation director, was actually at my house. His kid was trick or treating in my neighborhood with some other friends, the friends of somebody. And I met him and I'm like, Oh, you're the transportation director. Cause I recognize his name. And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, Oh, all right. I'm like, Oh, bus four got off to a rough start this year. All right. <laughs> I immediately launched into this and I was joking around with him. And I think he pretty quickly <laughs> realized that I wasn't. He's like, Oh, yeah. Cause that's my kid's bus route. And I right, know right. I mentioned the show months ago that. The first day, she was 20 minutes late to getting the kid to oh, school. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, Susie, she did. Yeah, she had a rough time the first couple of days. I'm like, now it's fine. Now 802 on the nose every single day. She's there. Right. You could set your watch by it. But she's like, yeah. But it was funny. But uh, good for him. He knew exactly what I was talking about. He knew mm -hmm. the bus route and he knew, you know, the driver's name. It's not Susie. Uh, you know, so <laughs> I was like, yeah, good for him. And he was joking around about it. So. Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's these people. It's their job. It's it's hard job. It's a thankless job. And everybody, you get all these parents in there who feel so passionate about their kids, but then they just like lose perspective. I think, and they like. But you can't. You also can't just go. Sometimes they'll just they'll want to talk for five minutes about something, and that's why you have moderators. Right? Yeah, and if you have a good moderator, everyone will hate them because <laughs> the good moderators will be like, "Okay, uh, Susie, it's this isn't Susie." Yeah. You need to stop talking now. Um, none of what you're saying is relevant to right. anything that's helpful or on our agenda. And in a lot real. of this stuff was district wide. Yeah, not you know my kid's school specific. Right. And, but you know, a good moderator will yeah will carry the meeting through, cover everything that's on the agenda, and and a number of people will be very upset with the moderator because he basically told them to shut their mouths so they could continue. And it's – I love the town meetings when we have the good moderators. Yeah. Um, because 
they, they do just that. And it's so, I'm like, la- I'm literally laughing out loud in the audience when he basically <laughs> more or less just shuts off the microphones for people that are, that are coming up for the third or fourth time. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's not that I don't want to hear what they have to say. It's not yeah. like I not don't value their opinion, but they've already demonstrated that they're not contributing anything that's helpful and they're way off topic. And yeah. all of their concerns could have been voiced at a different time in a different place. And for some reason, they didn't, either didn't do it right. or they didn't know. Or It's like, you'll have a chance to deal with this later. It's, it's yeah, yeah, I hear you. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> 